I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Rings from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. Corey Willis from TPI. I'm Drew with D&J Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. Diesel Podcast. You're listening to The Diesel Podcast. The Diesel Podcast. The one and only Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? You guys are really keeping us busy with recommendations for shows on on iTunes and ratings and comments, things you guys are giving us. Keep doing it. They're they're helping us tremendously, getting us in contact with the people that you want to hear from and the builds that you want to hear about. And it doesn't always have to be a crazy, insane 2,000-plus horsepower build. It might be about towing or about a street truck. We want to hear about everything. So make sure you guys keep doing that. Before we get to this episode, we want to thank Diesel World, Diesel World, they cover everything if it pertains to diesel, whether it's events, races, builds, features, pretty much anything out there. Make sure and check them out at dieselworldmag.com. You can also listen to the Diesel Podcast on there as well. At the top of the page, just click Diesel Podcast. You can hear every episode we've done over the last two and a half years. Also, we want to give a shout out to PPEI. Those guys are doing so much for tuning. There's tons of new updates, tuning options for anything, whether you've got a Duramax, Cummins, Power Stroke. They do it all. Head on over to ppi.com. All right, guys, we're going to talk about a Fummins build, and we're just going to jump right in. Travis, I'm pumped up to talk about this Fummins that you got. I want uh, want you to walk us through this really cool build that you have. When, I mean, it's it's excellent. This is, this build has me really pumped up because Fummins conversions are popular. And you know, just in chatting with you, all the things you've done. But let's start right right at the beginning. What your make truck you got? Well, essentially, it's a 2005 um, F250 two-door long bed. Um, it started out as a uh, two-wheel drive, just pretty much an XL work truck. Um, you know, I bought it cheap with a six-liter in it. You know, sold off all the six-liter stuff, sold the 5R100, and uh, pretty much decided to go the common rail route. You know. It's a popular swap. Did did as far as getting the components, did you find like a donor truck, or did you just search for your different parts as you needed them? Essentially, I went and found an engine, and uh, down in southern Ohio, and uh, we got that engine, and you know we had a burnt number six piston, so we uh, rebuilt it and everything like that. It's got a uh, male ceramic coated pistons, curler rods, you know, machine work done by a local machine shop. Um, I actually put it together myself. Um, you know, and then obviously for all the hookups and stuff like that, we use diesel conversion specialists. They're great. You can't beat them. You know, Brandy at the front counter, Ken in the wiring. I mean, they actually sponsored the truck a little bit and, uh, everything, uh, everything went great. It's just, uh, everything works great. They, I don't have any problems. They made me a custom, um, adapter to a 4R100 with a one piece flex plate, all SFI rated and everything like that. Everything held up great. You know, um, we do a lot of, Cummins conversions at uh, Grove Valley Diesel, and that's that's actually a shop truck of Grove Valley Diesel. Okay. Um, yeah, we do. They've, we've done a bunch of them in the past, and uh, we we use DCS on everything: wiring, adapter plates, motor mounts, everything. I have actually got my transmission controller for my custom built Samwise 4100 through DCS. It's a U.S. shift controller. Uh, my buddy Jacob Rupp, he he tunes it for me, and uh, yeah, the two my two favorite things of the swap is obviously the, all the conversion, Cummins conversion stuff, and then obviously my, 
my transmission is just killer. I can't get enough of that Samwise transmission. <laughs> and one of the questions I've seen pop up for ages is, how long does it take to do a conversion? How many hours would you say you had into, just say, getting it to run with the new engine and the transmission? If you had a built motor that was just ready to drop in, you know what I mean? If you had a known running motor that you could drop in, it honestly isn't that bad because the, the help that DCS gives you, I mean, the wiring harness is literally plug and play. You know, you get a tune, you get a tune on it, the wiring harness is plug and play, and the adapter plate is no different than a spacer plate, essentially, for any other motor and transmission. You know, you pretty much unbolt the Dodge spacer plate to the 48RE or whatever it is, and you go straight to a 4100. I mean, it's, it literally doesn't get any easier. No, that sounds pretty pretty straightforward. <laughs> the motor mounts are literally straight up, bolt in, everything's great. I mean, the only thing you have a little bit of fab work on is downpipe, but they do offer a downpipe. I mean, they offer everything, AC lines, everything. I mean, they, they do everything they possibly can to make it as, as literally as factory as possible. That is really cool because I think that may be one of the hesitations out there is how hard is it to do is... You know, will my AC work? Will the dash mm -hmm. work? Or different parts of it. So all that. Yeah, is you can use simple. a Ford power steering pump. You can use a Dodge. Do whatever they want to do. However you want to do it. There's so many, so many different options. Nice. I definitely want to get to the transmission, but I wanted you to walk us through the engine itself first. What kind of kind of power? What kind of fueling? Air do you? Well, got? it may it went to UCC the qualifier. Um, we got fifth at the qualifier. Um, we were real happy with that. You know, we we literally didn't finish the truck until the night before UCC. We left. You know, that next morning, I the farthest I drove it was from the shop up onto the trailer. So we <laughs> went there 100% untested. You know what I mean? And with me building the bottom end, it was a little bit scary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, but, uh, no, it's got 275% injectors from industrial. Um, it's got an ATS uh, dual fueler kit with um, uh, S480. A bullseye charger on the backside, and then uh, just a CSF intercooler, real simple, big single, T6 single, uh, stainless manifold, no really much head work, springs and push rods, you know what I mean, stuff like that, but it's got a 188, 220 cam, thriller rods, um, you know, brand new pistons, it's board 20 over, ceramic coated pistons, um, ceramic coated bearings, everything like that. Um, it's pretty much, it's not really anything too terribly special. Honestly, you know, it's got a little bit of nitrous on it, you know, but uh, it's not really too terribly anything real special. You know, just a tried and proven setup that ended up working out for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's a very straightforward, you know, simple in a good way, yeah. you know, setup for performance competition where it's it's just raring to go. I was going to ask you on the ATS dual fueler kit, did you use two stock pumps or did you do modified yep. ones? or? Yep, I bought the ATS kit, just the regular kit, and then I ended up getting a Bosch brand new Duramax pump. Oh, cool! So it's it's got a brand new pump on the top, and uh, you know the ATS wheel and stuff like that, and everything worked great. I was real happy with the install; everything's perfect. You know, it's I use their dual fueler controller also. So uh, you know, it's tuned by Firepunk with the ATS dual fueler controller. I really like it. I mean, it seems to work great. I know on the tuning side of it, the the controller plays a big part. You know, especially. I'm sure the firepunk guys, you know, know is is the way you can control your two CP3s. The controller sure. plays a huge part in it, so it's you know, a lot of the tuners out there 
Yeah, I know a lot of guys use those fish controllers and they use the pigtails. I don't have anything against them. I've just had really good luck with what I have. I know. I'm a transmission guy, so I want to talk about this 4100. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I love it. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's uh literally. I went to UCC. You know, Sam built me this transmission. He hopped on board with me. I can't thank him enough. I mean, he literally has done everything I could ask him, and then a hundred times more. Um, we put that train. He put that transmission together for me. Gave me a uh, Precision Industries 2800 stall converter with a billet stator, triple disc, the whole works on that, and. Uh, you know, he told me, he says, hey, Travis, I did some stuff to this trans, and it's going to it's gonna do it, you know. And when I first, you got to remember, I never drove the truck. So the yeah. first time it ever shifted out of first gear was up on the dyno. <laughs> and when it shifted that first time, if you go back and look at my dyno video, it, you can tell it shifted. I mean, it shifted the whole dyno. It was it was great. So, uh, you know, and dyno went well. You know, we made 1,259 horsepower and 18-some hundred foot-pounds of torque, and, uh you know, I got the drag day was the next day, and everybody was talking about, you know, big single, big housing, you know, how's it going to spool. You know, that's why we kind of went with a couple hundred more on the on the torque verter, on the stall. And uh, I got back to the pit test that first run, and everybody's like, oh, my God, you stood on the converter way too long. It's going to be hot as heck, you know. And uh, we, we crawled underneath of it. We put our hand right on it. And it was, it was literally, he, he modded the pump for extra flow. I mean, it's just great. It's it's so interesting how the transmission it's it's almost well it's not the final part but it plays such a crucial role in taking oh, what yeah what you did to the engine now whether it's racing like say for UCC or you know doing drag racing you know around the country different events and stuff or just driving it as yeah uh, towing whatever I mean he's got all his different builds you know what I mean it's, mine is the stage four which is obviously the biggest one. Um, he machines all his, all his parts and everything like that to accept more clutches and more steels. He doesn't buy a kit. There is no kit with a Samwise transmission. You know, everybody wants to buy kits, you know, but there is no kit with a Wise transmission. He buys every steel individually, different sizes. He buys every clutch individually. You know what I mean? He machines his own parts in-house to accept what he has. You know what I'm saying? A machine, in, but, and it goes even farther other than the clutches, a machining for more clutches. I mean, he machines for uh, roller bearings. I mean, my my transmissions is full of roller bearings, you know, and then obviously uh, billet shafts and stuff like that, and I have a bigger output shaft and everything like that, but everything is done in-house there. There is no shipping it out and getting this machined. It, it's all done compared to what you have, you know? Right. I mean, right. he's he's he's, he's, I, he's the straightforward guy as you can possibly get. He's a great guy. You can't, you can't beat him. Now, on the transmission tuning side, did that take – I mean, as far as getting it to UCC, you didn't have a whole lot of time to kind of yeah, no. you know, play around with it. But as far as afterwards, have you adjusted some of the files? Have you? Well, the first run off the trailer on the dyno day, we ran a 10-4. You know, and I had a kind of a slow 60-foot. I was still trying to get used to it. Obviously, it's the first time I ever drove it, actually. The quarter mile was the second farthest I've ever drove it. Um, we had a, I had a slow start. We ran a 10-4. Um, my transmission guy, Jacob Rupp, R&RD, so he... He wanted to change some things, you know, make some change. We ran a 10-7, had a little bit of shifting with the controlling problem, and then he said, I got it this time. And we went out there that last time. It was like one of the last runs of the night. Actually, it was real late at night, and uh, we ran a uh, 992. So uh, that's where we were really, really happy with that, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the custom tuning side, it's amazing how much time you can save. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that U.S. shift controller is really user-friendly. 
Um, DCS offers actually offers some tuning for it. I know uh, there's a lot of other companies that offer like tuning for it, but Jacob, he just you know he 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 thought what he thought was great, and with Sam's help and everything like that, and ended up getting it done. You know, the best part, the other best part I really like about my truck is that uh is that suspension I have on it. You know, I have a uh, uh, flight fab four link on the front. You know, and then Miles actually, I was the first one to get one, the uh, rear four link for the 05 to 07 um, rear frame. So I actually have a full 2A1 four-link setup on the rear axle, on the Sterling 10.5. Nice. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. How's this, uh, once it gets past your transmission, how's it hook into the pavement? Yeah, uh, that. Uh, I have Hoosier DR2s, you know, the biggest DR2s they make. I think they're 30.3 inches or something like that on some 18 by 10 fuels. Um, but that that's a, that suspension, it just sat and went. I mean, it was great. It's it's uh. It's great. It's fully adjustable. You know what I mean. The mounts look great. Everything obviously welded perfect to uh, Miles Flight's expectations with are, you know top notch. You know they're great. I mean it's a great kit. He's going to be offering it. I actually think he's offering it right now for sale to the public. You know it's 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 a it's a job to put it on, but it's worth it. And as far as sled pulling, yeah. is that something you've you've had experience with? You're really into None. or <laughs> no experience at all? Yeah, we ended up. Uh, my best friend owns a fabrication company, Kyle Lucas, API Fabrication. Um, I brought it. He did my cage and all the other fab work besides the, the suspension that Miles Flight did. Everything else that was welded, that truck, intercooler piping, absolutely everything was done through him. Chrome Alley cage, all TIG welded, yada, yada, all the works. Anything I needed, he did for me. And uh, he, I went to him one day at the shop, and uh, I told him, I said, Kyle, I think we're going to, put six tires in this truck for UCC too. I don't think we're just going to run four. I think I want to go get a Dana 80 and I want to run six. And he said, well, you know, we'll do it, you know. So we made some traction bar mounts on the truck and got some traction bars and uh, ended up making like a kind of like a truss system, you know, for the, for the Dana 80. And uh, it ended up working out real good. Had a drive shaft made and uh, he built the truss system, hiked the truck up a little bit. You know, we had a weight, he built a weight box for the front and everything we needed. And uh, I think that's what that alone right there is what put us into the top five range. You know, a lot of guys went there with just four tires, you know, and didn't really have much for the sled pulling setup. They had a lot for the dyno and the drag. But I kind of went. I tried to go as best as I could in every single event, and I think it, it paid out in the end, getting that top top five finish. It's such a interesting competition with the. Just the, the the trucks that are there, the power they make, the setups, it really, I think, you know, from the outside looking in, it really pushes these teams to choose the right setup. Like, you know, I'm sure it starts way before you ever get to UCC, but oh, you know, what kind of turbo are you going to run? You know, what do you do with yep. the transmission? What's your stall speed? Yep. What's your suspension? <laughs> yep. It's so, it's so crazy. Thank God. I have the group of guys to help me that I have, you know, Josh and Jeremy from Grove Valley Diesel, Sam from Wise Auto, you know what I mean? Um, Nate Johnson built my transfer case for me. That was one less thing I didn't have to worry about. Um, you know, local shop in Toledo built my drag, drag, uh, or Cleveland. They developed the drive shaft in Cleveland. Um, Brad Daniel from, uh, BD Diesel in Tiffin, Ohio. They built my axles for me. Um, Yukon Gear and Axle for sponsoring the truck with all the equipment for the axles, you know, the spool for the Dana 80, the, the gear lock or the ratchet locker for the 10.5, all that stuff. I mean, they, they, uh, every, everybody that's helped, Miles Flight, you know, my best friend Kyle from API Fab, 
I mean, everybody. I got such a group. I can't thank them enough. You know. That's one of the things that we've heard a lot from with UCC and some of the other competitions is a support group. Oh, you how... can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't go there alone. You just can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, say, like... I mean, them guys. Them guys. They they laugh at me, but we we ate so good at UCC. Guys, them guys don't <laughs> understand how how happy I was to have them all there helping me. You know, my best friend Dylan setting up the suspension for me and stuff like that as far as the rebound and compression on the QA1 and everything, taking videos, watching them in slow motion, setting me up. I mean, it was, everybody had their own little part. Everybody knew what, they, what was going on, and it just ended up working out. I, was, I think I was one of the only qualifiers that didn't have a single problem, a single breakdown with my truck. We never turned a wrench on my truck one time other than to change the sled pulling setup on, which I thought was absolutely great. That just shows right there what kind of crew I had with me. Oh, yeah, that's, that's incredible to to hear that because there's you know anything can go wrong even things oh yeah just you don't even think of or something that should never break yeah just does and there's a throws a wrench in it yeah i mean we had we had a small mishap with a drive shaft loop on the dyno and i mean they ran to the pits for me and we're back and we ended up still making a hit and still making that horsepower you know what i mean Kind of, kind of begs the question next. Is this sounds this truck's really cool? It, it's dialed in. You got it reliable. What are your plans for it for the future? Well, unfortunately, um, not all the trucks showed up to UCC qualifier, and they decided to only take the top four. So, being fifth, I was the first one that did not make it, um, which is fine. You know, that's cool. Whatever they want to decide. Um, we will be back at Wagglers, and uh, I should have a little bit more in it. And uh, we'll see what it does there. You know, I mean, it gives people a little bit more time. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a couple trucks that weren't even in considered in the first qualifier or even in the one that just went down in Salt Lake City or that's happening in Salt Lake City that aren't even considered for the Wagner event. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All you can do is go there and try. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's where it starts is yeah. even if it's not a UCC truck. And a lot of us got hooked just by having a diesel with a tuner intake exhaust going to sure. test and tune and you get hooked and then it turns into, yep. you know, from it a 14 a pass. <laughs> yeah. It gets, it gets crazy yeah. really quick. I think I ran a, I think my, what, what you're talking about, I think I ran a 13 seven at kill care down South one time. And that was, that was just the snowball effect of, you know what I mean? Of where we're at now. And now I'm in the nines, I guess with a 6,000 pound truck. It's just crazy. <laughs> you know, now if you were to do it all over again, is there anything you would change about the process of building the truck? Um, honestly, I probably wouldn't have cut it down to a shorty. I probably would have kept it a long bed. That is the only thing. And sometimes I really like the shorty for, like, drag racing and stuff like that. And, and uh, But I probably wish I would have kept it a long bed. Um, that's probably really the only thing. You know, obviously the truck started out as a two-wheel drive, and uh, Jeremy and Josh and I at Grove Valley, we swapped it to a four-wheel drive, and uh, that was no big deal, and none of that stuff was any real big deal. It was it was mainly the, the cutting it down to a shorty. I wish I had just kept it along that. Is there a particular reason or competitive advantage the long bed would have given you? The sled pulling, you know, you obviously want a little longer wheelbase. You know, not that I sled pull every day, but it probably would have helped. It probably would have helped more in the sled then it hurt me in the drag, then it would have hurt me in the drag. You know what I mean? Because gotcha. we, we cut 19 inches out of it, you know, to get it down to the short bed. You know what I mean? And and I kind of wish that, and I kind of wish I would have went fiberglass on some stuff. I still have steel bedsides. We cut them. They're cut. Just, they just hang. Um, 
And I kind of wish I'd have went with a fiberglass bumper, fiberglass bedsides, you know, had a little bit better idea of the wiring as far as, like, stripping the wiring that I didn't need because it doesn't have a dash or anything in it. Um, those, are the, those are the things I really wish I would have I done if I would have had more time. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Well, it's a winter project then. You can. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to Waggler's with what it is, obviously, because the truck is custom wrapped. I mean, it's not. It's not like I can just go print or roll off a piece of roll of vinyl and rewrap the truck. I mean, it's a custom printed wrap with a whole bunch of detail in it and stuff like that. You know, so it's not. I'm just gonna leave the steel sides for the summer, and and maybe next winter I'll start cutting down on some weight. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's the wrap's really cool. I saw the. Picture oh yeah, the wrap's killer. I think that was a hit. I, I mean, everybody loved that wrap. I've, you can look at that wrap for an hour and still see stuff inside of it that you didn't see before. It's just so detailed. It's great. I love it. I know the guys listening on iTunes won't be able to see it, but we'll have a picture of the truck on. Sure. Oh yeah, Instagram, for sure. Facebook, Facebook, everything, and it's yeah. it's cool. Yeah, it's 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 a good it's a good. I love it. You know, it's. It's a real good setup. You know, we ran some KO2s on the sled phone setup. We ran 420s on the dyno, and we ran DR2 Hoosiers on the drag. And, you know, my buddy from Brian from All Extremes in Madison, Ohio, he hooked me up with the tires and stuff like that and the rims. I mean, there's so many people. I'm sorry if I forgot anybody, but there's so many people that have helped me along the way. You know, it doesn't even count the people that came to my shop and helped me actually build it themselves, you know. Right. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it was a good time, you know. Now for I know there's guys listening right now, and they're like, oh, "I want to see more of the truck. I want to see some videos of it." Is there a yeah. place on you know your social media where people can go and look and check out what you're doing? Yeah, actually, my uh, Instagram's public, so you can check that out. Um, it's the underscore real underscore Travis underscore Trent. So you can check that out. My my stuff's public. You can see it plain as day. There's a bunch of videos. You know, what I mean, a couple videos, couple pictures. You know. So obviously, pictures and videos from the whole entire build from the start, from when it was a bare frame with no axles underneath of it, all the way to the UCC. You know what I mean? Those are some of the most awesome builds to follow, and there's there's a lot of them you know, on Instagram where guys it'll take the time to show the bare frame, and it's oh, like yeah. you're just you're you're you know it might take a year or two, however yeah. long it takes. But I think it took me six months to do this one. That's good. Yeah, That's yeah, good. no, it's good. Like I said, I got a group of guys that they don't they don't stop. You know what I mean? They push me and when they're down I push them, you know. So but no, I think uh it 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 it's really weird going back and looking at the pictures and seeing, wow, you know, six months ago this didn't have anything. I didn't even have a common rail six months ago. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I'm, what I didn't have to what I have now. Oh yeah. Well that's the that's the teamwork and the vision and yeah, the I mean, support it's, structure. It's, it's it's uh it's great you know with my buddy his own he owned his own fab business you know he had all the time in the world in between jobs to help me you know and then I own my own company Tri Heating Air I'm actually an HVAC tech so I put as much time as it as I could you know while still working so uh, yeah it's great those are the builds that that our listeners they love they want feedback they want to see those things because we're all we're all truck guys. Yeah. And when you're a truck guy, you tend to, like, your friends are truck guys, and you talk yeah. about trucks. What, well, what a lot of guys like about it is is that I'm, I don't own a diesel shop. Yeah. You know, I have help from a lot of them, you know, mainly Girl Valley Diesel and Sam Wise and everything like that, big guys like that. But it's, it was built in my shop that I have in my house. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I'm not a diesel shop. We don't really work on too many diesels. You know, we might do a little bit of stuff here and there. And, 
but I'm, he's mainly just a fabrication company, and I'm mainly just a heating and air company. And we decided we wanted to do this, you know. And uh, that's, what we, that's what we came up with. So I'm just a regular guy with just regular tools and, you know, little tiny snap-on box and just decided to wanted to do it. And luckily, I did get the help I had, and it just all worked out that way. It, well, it's attainable, too, you know. We can all, yeah. can all it's not. It. It's not like it's some goal way out in space to, to do. I mean, if you really set your mind to it and you really have the heart for it and stuff like that and want to put the effort into it, you're going to hit bumps in the road. I mean, I've hit so many bumps in the road across this, these years that I've had these diesel trucks and tried to get to this point. It's not even funny. And finally, we made it happen, you know. You just oh, yeah. got to, you can't give up. You just got to keep going. And, you know, it's, it's hard on your friends' relationships. You know, you want to go out and party and stuff like that. You got to stay in the shop and get it done, you know. Yeah, then you, then you get to sit back and look at this, you know, nine-second diesel truck you got that didn't break any parts and you got to have fun with and you get to do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a good time. Waggler's is going to be a good time, I think. Uh, we're going to do stuff a little differently. We're going to try to stay away from the camping and stuff like that. We're going to get hotel rooms and try to more focus on the truck, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a awesome event. We hear a lot about it and see it, you know, on social media and everything. I know you do well. Yeah, I I I hope I hope it does good. You know, I'm I'm only as good a driver as I'm a good a driver, and the trucks pretty much got to do it all. You know. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I really appreciate hearing hearing about your build and how you did it. There's a lot of the, the Fummins conversion and and the insights you had into how seamless it was to do it. And then also setting up the rest of the truck is really important oh, for yeah. people to hear and just take into consideration when they're doing their build is yeah. is use the right the right components, have a vision for exactly. it, yep. get your friends around. Yeah, you get a you get a company like DCS behind you. There you can't you can't lose. You know what I mean? They have absolutely everything. Their customer service is great. I've never called and had any troubles. The wiring guy will talk to you personally and walk you through. You know what I mean? What you have to do if you have any problems. It's 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 just great. You can't you can't beat them guys over there. That's a great company. Well, Travis, we appreciate you sharing your story and and uh, we're gonna be watching Wagler see see how you do. Make sure you keep us updated. Let us know. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Don't forget, Diesel fans, make sure and bookmark DieselWorldMag.com. Diesel World is on top of everything in the diesel community, industry, parts, basically everything. Make sure you go on there, check out tons of cool features, videos, everything. And also go to PPI.com if you're looking to upgrade your truck. Bring all these hard parts that we talk about, bring them all together with solid tuning, whether it's a tow truck or UCC truck or anything in between. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.